The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, everybody, what's up? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up, everybody? We're a little disorganized today, but always. Um, what's up? Before we get started, let's say hi to everybody. Uh, we're going to start off with, since Ron's getting ready, we'll start off with the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's going on, fellas? How you doing? There you go. Then we got the we got our very own man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hello. I gotta hide my fat belly. <laughs> yeah. We got a ch- people in the chat room. What's up, everybody? Eileen's in the chat room. Illy from Estonia's in the chat room. Oh, I'm not sure who else is in the chat room, but what's up, everybody in the chat room? Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. We're gonna have fun today. It's kind of a laid back kind of show. I think Ron's gonna sing for us in a little while. Yes, I'm gonna sing a song. That I sang for years and years and years. It's Santa Baby, but it's Ron Russell's version of Santa Baby. And I sang it when I performed as Jane Russell and Drag. So just picture when I do sing it that it's sexy, gorgeous. And fellas. Big booby Jane Russell. Big booby Jane there Russell. You go. Can you do me a favor, both all y'all scoot to the right a little bit because you're kind of off a of frame. Or move the camera to, to the left. Okay, hold on. Better move the camera to yeah, the left. Yeah, so you don't have to move. Because I'm not going to move. Is that this way? Yes, sir. That'll be, that'll be fine. Think. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You can see our piano in the background. We're piano, ready for Friday fire. night for our big Christmas party. We have about 25 people coming, all very good friends. Highly selective because we had to just invite the people that we know well. And lots of Jimmy Star Show guests. And lots coming. of Jimmy Star guests are coming. A lot of clients of Jimmy's who are good friends of ours. But um, I'm happy to say Sadie Katz will be here and Laureen, Laureen, Loren, Landon, Landon. What am I doing? And Churchill. Churchill. So a lot of our really good, good buddies will be here. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to it. And uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Say hi to Eileen. She's in the chat room. Hi, Eileen. You should be here. (laughs) I didn't know. Good. (laughs) She's leaving on Saturday to go to the UK, everybody. To go to the UK. Oh, she's going back to London. Isn't she going back to London? Oh, to go back to her Adam Ant to go. Actually, kiss, I don't even know if she's going to see Adam Ant's ass. Is she going to see Adam Ant? I don't even know. Probably she's going to kiss somebody's ass in London. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be an interesting show because Alga, Alga is one of my favorite people. Now, I was with Alga last week where she was performing at the benefit for uh, funds for the fires in California. And in the green room, we spoke, and she's hysterical. When she talks about her life in Russia, 
and what the kids did to her growing up and what the government is like and how they live. It's just very funny. And she's writing a book, and I believe she's going to do it with Eileen Shapiro, but I don't think Eileen has time because she's got to go to London (laughs) for whatever reason. Uh, mistake, but that's for sure. Uh, it's too cold over in England right now. It's cold. It's rainy. It's damp. It's awful. It's like New York. But anyway, so there you go, Eileen. <laughs> into the night, into the cold, into the rain. <laughs> that's better. All right. I moved the camera up a little, so now you see our wreath, everybody, over the fireplace, and oh, you don't. And you don't see my you stomach. See my stomach. <laughs> oh, I took. No, I can take the pillow away. Oh, I feel so grateful. Oh, there we go. That's so nice. Oh, Meg is in the chat room, too. Meg, What's up, Meg? Meg? She said she can't hear us for some reason. I don't oh, know because why. because everybody has trouble with something. Meg, 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 Meg. I called you, honey, and you didn't answer. Then you called me back. Then I called you. It's telephone tag time, but I promise I'm going to talk to you. I wanted to call you and Alan for Hanukkah, and I did, but nobody was there. So there you go, Meggie. Oh, she says she is going to see Adam. Somebody said she's going to see Adam. Of course she's going to see Adam's ass. I mean, Adam Ant. <laughs> anyway, so Chad, what's the weather like in Florida? Well, it's cold. I mean, we don't really get this type of weather often, so I'm enjoying it. I got the window open, uh, but we got gray skies. Yesterday it was beautiful, though. It was chilly, just the sun out, the blue sky, so it must have been freezing everywhere else in the country, but uh, we've had some nice no, cool weather here. for once down here. How, nice. how cool? Where, where? How cool? Um, I think yesterday was more like high 50s, low 60s. Today it's more uh, 65, 70. It's, it's starting to climb back it's up beautiful. again. beautiful. Yeah, it yeah, is we're really clo- nice. We're going to be close to 80 today, of course, sunshine. Uh, it was raining two days ago again, but I love that because now when we when we drive up to our house, you know, the mountains are behind us, the San Jacinta Mountains, and they're all snow on the top. Really? So it, it looks like Switzerland or Colorado. Yep. Just beautiful here. Awesome. You know, the, we live in the valley and the mountains surround us to keep us safe from all those L.A. people. <laughs> <laughs> you got to like funny. love it. The, fru- Chad- the fruits and nuts of L.A. Yes, sir. Uh, I am telling you, Chad, like for the last, this is like the most difficult week we ever had here. Why? We went to L.A. Wait, wait, wait. Brandy's eating something. I think an ornament from the tree. No, she's okay. No, I just saw her tear something off the tree and chew it. She's got it in her mouth. No, she Brand, doesn't. It's in she, her mouth. Brandy, come here. No, she doesn't have anything in her mouth. Yes, she does. She's not going to open her mouth to show Brandy, you. Brandy, come here. Brandy, get that ornament out of your mouth. No, she doesn't have it. She's okay. If she dies from glass or something, I'll kill you. See, it just fell out. It just, oh, the white thing, it's white, fell on the floor and to your chair. Brandy, you don't need... It's a piece to- of dust. There's like a piece of like plaster or something. Brandy, don't... That's a, that was an ornament. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Tinsel. All right, so... <laughs> Dog will eat anything. Yes, they oh, will. our house is never so, normal. So in the same. meantime, though, we went to L.A. five times in a week. Five out of seven days, which was unbelievable because you get home at like two or three o'clock in the morning every time. Yeah. And, but we had a very, very good time. And uh, we met all kinds of cool people. Um, so we went to um, uh, where did we go? Oh, we went to like a circus road kind of rap party with a bunch of the people on Friday night. And on Saturday night, we went to go see Stan Zimmerman's play, Yes, Virginia, uh, which was fabulous. And uh, and it was really, really, really good, fun play. Everybody should see it if you're in L.A. And it actually ha- uh, starred Mindy Sterling and Arnisha Walker. Um, you guys know Mindy Sterling. She was in. Uh, Austin, all the Austin Powers movies and a bunch of other stuff, Drop Dead Gorgeous. And Arnesia Walker was, she played all the different roles in Dreamgirls on Broadway. She was fabulous. And Anisha is theater trained. 
and she was a delight, a fabulous actress. But what was really wonderful was I understood and heard every word clearly. Because today, if they don't mic the performers on stage, you don't hear them. They think they're making a movie. So it's very difficult when I go to theater, I have to rent that hearing device and open it all the way up so that I can hear the whispering people on stage. Years ago, they'd say, you have to talk to the back row. If the last row in the theater doesn't hear you, you're not working. But when I questioned the actress, uh, Mindy, about it, she said, well, we want it to sound natural. We don't want it to sound theater. But darling, you're on a stage, and stage is theater. And you should speak theater because that's what theater is. It's not a movie. So we have a lot of difficulty with people whispering. I know when I was doing uh, making um, Circus Road, you know, I don't hear so hot anymore. My hearing's gone down. Ever since I went to Cafe Roma in Beverly Hills with Mr. Blackwell, and they sat me next to a gigantic speaker, which was very loud. And then one of the guests came on with an electric guitar that he had opened all the way. And when he started, my eardrum went. So I have a little bit of a hearing difficulty in my left ear. So I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, the, the don't moral, speak, everybody doesn't, the moral oh, is everybody doesn't speak loud enough. So when I was filming uh, Circus Road and I was a minister who really wasn't a minister, who pretends to be a minister. Don't give away the plot. Well, just my character, <laughs> who, who pretends to be a, be a minister just to get money. When they were rolling, I didn't know because I didn't hear the director say roll. So I'm sitting there and then they cut. And they say, Ron, what are you waiting for? I said, I'm waiting for my cue. They said, that was like a couple of hours ago. So <laughs> I had a lot of difficulty with that. But uh, yes, uh, she's a brilliant, brilliant actress. And she played the housekeeper beautifully. She played it with dignity. She didn't play it with yasmism. I'm a coming, I'm a coming. That sort of old stereotype what they used to do to the black people in 1930s and 40s. They always called them Miss Louise, Miss Joan, Miss Barbara. They never called them by their, without the miss in front, which really was disgusting. But that's what they did back then because it was the respect. The black person was lower than the white person and had to respect the white person by titling them, well, Mr. Bob or Mr. Mr. Thomas or Miss Louise. You know, that fuck that shit. Oops, I cursed. I wasn't going to curse anymore. But, you know, I have a dirty mouth. I guess it just slips out. There you go. What are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know. What are you going to do? But anyway, the play was lovely, but it left me hung up. And I told Stan Zimmerman at the cocktail at the fun party afterwards, I said, listen, this thing is a TV pilot. This is not a Broadway show because you open so many doors. You know, the one character, the maid or the housekeeper talks about her daughter who's trying to uh, take her house away from her and put her in a home or live with her. And the madam of the house, Mrs. Miller she said that her son had just passed away and she was grieving and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, the story unfolds and we find out about all of these interesting characters and it has a very, very lovely ending, a tearful ending, a happy ending. And I won't tell you about that because you've got to go see it. Stan Zimmerman is a brilliant writer of comedy. He has written for the Golden Girls when they first started. He writes for the Gilmore Girls. He writes for like everybody. So go see Yes, Virginia when it comes to your neighborhood. And if you're in L.A., you can see it now. It's playing up until the end of the month, and uh, it's playing at... You can go to brownpapertickets.com, www.brownpapertickets.com, type in Yes, Virginia, and all the information will come up. It's at the Dory Theater, uh, 
at the complex, and it's on um, Santa Monica Boulevard in L.A. There you go. And the tickets are so reasonable. It's not like Broadway, $300 to go see Hamilton. I mean, really, give me a break. Actually, they're playing. Some people are playing up to thousands of dollars to see it. For that crappy play, I wouldn't go see it for free. (laughs) Well, it's bullshit. It's all propaganda. It's all propaganda. It's all people getting on the black bandwagon, which black people resent. It's like, you know, oh, suddenly they found us and now all the white people are condescending us and making us feel like we're freaks. I've spoken to many of my black friends about it and they're not happy with it. Not at all. They said this should have been years and years and years ago, not today. Anyway. It's too late in coming. Anyway, well, it's the most successful show, I think, in history. Because, because, <laughs> because it's, and, and that's a sin because it's not the best. I've seen the best. That it is not the best. Certainly is not the best. It's a boring subject, a boring era, boring, boring, boring. It's not a musical like the musicals that I remember, South Pacific, Auntie Mame. Uh, oh, that's the one you like a lot, Andy Gypsy. Mame. I mean, these oh, were... Oh, no, Gypsy's the one you like I a lot. I love them all. I love them all. They were one that had, you know, they, you left the theater singing and humming the ballads. Hamilton, you walk out, you don't even know what you saw. Hang on, Chad. That's me. And if, first of all, it's fake. So, Chad, in the uh, in the chat room, Meg is saying that she can see the video, but she can't hear anything. Got any suggestions? Um, if she's watching on an iPad, tap it once. Usually, that, okay. usually that's the case with those. Um, if she's watching on a computer, check, roll your mouse around the screen and see if it the speaker icon might have a cross through it and click on that and your sound okay. might come on. Because no one okay, else has good. said anything about sound yet. Okay, cool. Just Megan, right? Um, yes. Okay. Just make sure speaker is on. Is on. Okay. Um, all right, everybody. So, also, today is the day, you guys. Uh, we had Jason Finney on the show. His book actually came out today. It's available for sale everywhere. It's called The Adventures of Captain Pump, the world's first fitness superhero. It's a phenomenal kids book, uh, basically about you know helping your kids be healthy. It's it's done in black and white and in color. Uh, anything that takes place in the real world happens in black and white, and anything that's in pump land in pump land is in color. I don't know how to open hold the book and show you guys. And like talk on the microphone at the same time. But everybody needs to get it. It's available now. It's a great Christmas gift. Um, it's the Adventures of Captain Pump. And just open up and show some of the pages on the inside, please. It's a really nice book. It's set up kind of like a graphic novel. It's got pictures on every page. Uh, some, Like I said, some is in black and white. And Jason Finney, you guys know him. He was in like uh, all kinds of great TV shows and films. He was last night, last night he was actually on CBS on that TV show FBI. Um... So he's a really cool actor. We have a lot of good time. And uh, oh, and actually, Dave from Stars Now UK says he's got sound and vision, so that's good. What's up, Dave hey. in the UK? How you doing? Hope you are well. And uh, Wait a minute. Get back to Jason. You think he would sign the damn thing? He didn't send it to me. His publisher did. <laughs> well, tell his publisher to go screw himself. Uh-oh. I want it signed by Jason. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> all, the, all the books I have from the legends of Hollywood, Blackwell, Jane Russell, Lana Turner, all of them, they all signed the book personally to me. This one, though, came directly from the publisher. I know. We'll tell the publisher to send it to him to sign and then send it to us. And uh, anyway, you guys, if the book is out now, go to Amazon. You can order it in a, hardback, in a paperback copy or you can uh, just download the, the e-book. Um, it's a great gift for kids. Everybody needs to to have it. It's a really cool book. I read it. I read it two days ago. It's fabulous. I really and, enjoy it. And I it. have uh, books, two books signed by Shelley Winters, who was a friend of mine. And the one book I love, which she signed it. She wrote, "Hey Brooklyn, I love you, Shelley." Isn't that great? 
That was one of the inscriptions. Hey, Brooklyn, she called me. I love you, Shelly. That's you, sweet. She was a nice her. lady, Shelly Winters. I think Eileen might be with Jason because she said, hey. Hey, he, Jason, he said, he said, sign the book. You got to like love it. Also, everybody, um, oh, my God, I just forgot what I was going to say. I figured Eileen would be with Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, she's going to. Uh, yeah, she's going to go where with Jason. <laughs> I think she's going to an event tonight with uh, with Screaming Rachel, and she's going to an event with Ice-T, the guy from Law and, and Order. J- and Jason's going with us. So po- they'll probably take a shower together and have to save water, <laughs> yeah. and then they'll go to the event. I know Eileen. She's after him. Trust me. Ooh. Meg says to call you tomorrow because she can't hear. <laughs> oh, Meg, you're not going to hear me sing Santa, baby. Oh, Meg, call us back. Try it. Oh, she can't hear me. She's What's not calling point? us. <laughs> <laughs> tell her to call the show. No, I mean, tell her to come into the show again. She's, I told her to redo it. She said she tried it on the phone. It's not working either, so I don't know, because she's the only one who's having a problem. Anyway, what are you going to do? So when do you want to sing Santa, baby? Do you want to sing it like before our guest or after our guest? I think we could do it now because it's a fun song. I gotta figure out how to do and do it. So, Chad, if Just I play play the music, if I play music loud in the background, is that okay? Yes, it goes over air. You might have to mic it. You know, we could try it. You know. Well, yeah, I have a big speaker. I have yeah, a big speaker. It's not going to sound good Give because it a test. I know when when you sing over air, well, the it problem, always sounds horrible. The problem is, is you're going to be singing directly into the mic and the music's in the background. So yeah, but I'm I'm sitting right on top of the speaker practically. Let's just do a sound you, check. Jimmy, you're choking me. Hello. No, not um, a whole lot I can do. I, I well, can't reach. Put your reach. mic down. Make it loud, really loud. Hang on, I got to start it over. But I have to cue it and wait before you start it. This is the original paper that I had glued to the curtain behind the stage that I was performing in so I wouldn't forget my lyrics. This is like 40 years old, 40 years old or maybe more. Now, picture me as Jane Russell, very sexy in a red satin gown, skin tight, with red long gloves and my black hair and very sexy. And now I'm going to sing what I want. Santa to bring me, and I'm doing it in a woman's voice. Here we go. Okay, you ready? Here we ready, go. Ready, loud. <laughs> Santa baby, I'd like a guy six foot three under the tree. It's for me. Santa baby, hurry down my chimney tonight. Santa baby, a body like a tennis will do. Eyes of blue, I'll wake up for you. Santa baby, hurry down my chimney tonight. Think of all the sex I've missed. Think of all the fellas I haven't kissed. Next year, I could be as good as this. If you'll check off my Christmas list. Santa baby, he should hang about ten. What? That's not a lot. (laughs) Santa baby, I've been an angel all year. Down my chimney tonight, honey. Santa, honey, one thing I really need some weed and wine his naked body next to mine. 
Santa baby, hurry down my chimney tonight. Santa cutie, fill my stocking with the leather-bound text on wild sex. What can I ask for next? Santa sweetie, hurry down my chimney tonight. Let him aim that big erection. In Miss Russell's direction, sex with him would be perfection. Ooh, I really give good affection. Santa baby, I forgot to mention one little thing. A wedding ring. Santa baby, hurry down my chimney tonight. Come on, move it, you old goat. Hurry down my chimney. Tonight, tonight, down my chimney. Tonight. Come on, baby, bring it to me. Yay! That is as old as the hills. And Eileen said if she were a lesbian, she'd be coming. Is that? Oh, because of the boy. You know, back in 19, uh, I performed that, I think, in 1962 uh, or three, maybe 61. And back in 1962, that was shocking. It was so risque, especially when I say, let him aim that big erection in Miss Russell's direction. Oh, my God. They started screaming and banging on the tables and laughing like I was a dirty little pig. But now, of course, it's it's mild and silly. But it's a cute little ditty. And I wrote it myself because I was going to a Toys for Tots party at the townhouse in New York City. And they wanted me to sing a Christmas song. And I just thought my character, Sexy Jane Russell, can't do jingle bells unless I could jingle my bells, you know. And I didn't think that was becoming. So I rewrote Santa Baby, and everybody in the room just was shocked and silent. Actually, though, 50 years ago, that's shocking. Well, yeah, I guess some of the lyrics are, I mean, like, I don't know what what is shocking anymore. I'm going to look at the lyrics now. There's nothing that's shocking. Uh, I'd like a guy six foot three under the tree who wouldn't. Uh, think of all the sex I've missed. Well, that could think be of all the fellers I've kissed. Think of all the fellas I haven't kissed. Oh, I haven't kissed. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, he should hang about 10. What? That's not a lot. I've been an angel all year. That part maybe got a couple of people spinning because they never saw 10 <laughs> and they wish they did. <laughs> but, uh, Santa honey, one thing I really need some weed pot and wine his naked body. Did next they have to weed mine. back then? Of course, we had weed. What do you think? That weed before? <laughs> I don't know. They had weed in my mother's day in the 1920s. They were all uh, dope addicts in silent movie. Uh, Santa Cutie fill my stocking with the leather-bound text of Wild Sex. That's not bad. This is the part. Let him aim his big erection in Miss Russell's direction. Sex with him would be perfection. I give real good affection. Double entendre on that one. And then, of course, I I made it all beautiful by saying, Santa Baby, I forgot to mention one little thing, a wedding ring. So what she's really saying is she's not a tramp. She just wants a husband that's six foot three, blue eyed and hung like a mule. So, you know, I don't know too many women that wouldn't wish for that on Christmas. I know Eileen would. She says you're a 10. 
Eileen, stop it. We don't, I'm, I'm not a 10. God forbid that's, that would kill anybody. But um, anyway, I know Eileen would love a guy six foot three, eyes of blue, and hanging 10. You got to like love it. What I are you going to do? Anyway, um, actually, Dave, held, Dave Hughes wrote Laugh Out Loud User. I don't know what part of that was in the song, so that must have been in there someplace. So anyway, what's up, everybody? It's Christmas is coming. I hope everybody's having a good holiday season. And uh, We had a very nice Hanukkah. Our candles are somewhere. Where are my candles? Right. Oh, behind oh. Jimmy. Behind me. We should, we should have, I'm going to light them for the party because it's a Hanukkah Christmas party. And we have a guest coming. She's an elderly lady. And she's very Jewish and very religious. And she was hesitant on coming to a Christmas party. So which, we told her it's a Hanukkah Christmas party. Well, that, it is a Hanukkah <laughs> Christmas party because Hanukkah and Christmas always fall together. So for all of you um, half Jews out there, you know. Or whole Jews. Or whole Jews. <laughs> I mean, I have it for respect for my father because he was Jewish. So, you know, I, I, I lied it for him. Although he hated it. He hated Judaism. He hated Catholicism. My father hated religion. My father believed in the sun and, and the planets and the climate, you know, nature. Nature was God, he always used to say. But anyway, towards the end of his life, he got religious. Most people do before they die. They want to play it on the safe side, you know, just in case. You got to, like, love it. So we want to give a shout-out to Stefan's in the chat room. Oh, no, no, hey. no, not in the chat room, but he's listening on an iPad, I think. Now. Hey, so what's up, Steph? Steph and Tina. Tina's back now from Belize and hope what's she that? had a good time. Yeah, and Belize. All is good. Belize is a pretty place. I've never been there. Have you been to Belize? No, but I've seen pictures. Okay. It's pretty. Where's your favorite place you've ever been? My favorite place? Macy's bathroom at nine o'clock at night. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. <laughs> Chad that was starts funny. laughing. <laughs> Chad's quiet the whole time. He laughs with that one. <laughs> at, at the famous glory hole. Yeah. No, that's not true. Stop a bit. But no, uh, my favorite place in the world has got to be two places. Um, Lekov Nordest in Genoa which is in Liguria on the ocean. It's the most magnificent nightclub I have ever been to in my life. It apparently was a castle that was bombed out during the war, and they left it all broken with open ceilings and pieces of concrete all over, and they decorated it with plants and lighting and tables, and it's on a cliff overlooking the Mediterranean Sea. And you could dive off the cliff and swim if you want and then come back up and eat. And I love that. Cove Nordest, it's called. And the other place, of course, is Monaco. The I south, like Monaco. The I've south been of there. France. I, I'm crazy about Monaco. I'm crazy about uh, where Grace Kelly was and Prince Rainier. Uh, beautiful places. Um, also, oh, I, know, I, I would wait, appreciate wait, not finished, that better. Not finished. I also like Taormina in Sicily. Taormina is a beautiful seaport city in Sicily. Europe, to me, is really probably the most civilized, the most beautiful place to go. The food's excellent. The clothing is fabulous. They're very modern. They're very high-tech in Europe now. It's not like it was after it was bombed. Uh, in many ways, they're superior to us. Their trains are magnificently gorgeous, not like ours. Uh, all their uh, buses are beautiful. They really keep their cities clean. We could learn a lot now from Europe, I think. And other countries, because uh, New York is getting dirty again, and we need a different mayor. Uh, you know what? I'd like for that girl to be the mayor, the actress from Sex in the City. She lost. Oh well, she lost whatever she ran for. Oh, she did. She, she ran for like to, for like a something senator or something. Yeah, well, because she's an actress and she's gay. 
Of course. I think she had good political ideas. But New York City needs a good mayor again to clean it up. Get those people off of Fifth Avenue that is selling crap on the gar- on the street, which ruins the beautiful stores. People go to 57th Street and 5th Avenue and Madison Avenue to walk the streets and look at the gorgeous clothing and beautiful things that they can't afford. But at least you can enjoy looking at them. But now with all those vendors and the smell of sausages and falaki and whatever, it's like, you know, the bazaar in, in Casablanca. And I don't think it's dignified and New York has lost its style and class. Okay, Eileen's leaving. So she says goodbye. Goodbye, Eileen. She's Where's going. she going? She's going to uh, meet with Rachel and go to the do- the thing with iced tea. At this hour? Oh, it's three, it's three o'clock. Yeah, she got to take the train in and everything like that. So have a good time, Eileen. Um, so anyway, um, oh no, I was going to say, you know, see, I would have appre- I probably would have appreciated Monaco a lot more now that I know you, because I didn't know Princess Grace. I didn't know any of that stuff or Audrey Hep or whatever. All those people. I, I adored Grace Kelly. I've yeah, ne- I didn't know anything I've never about her. met her. I've never met her, but as a young boy. Before I, I knew I was gay, I guess, I, oh, I knew I was what I hiding, whatever the hell I was. I uh, pictured marrying Grace Kelly one day. She was my ideal uh, woman, and it turns out my daughter Leslie looks like a Grace Kelly. She's been compared to Grace Kelly when she was young, so I guess I got Grace Kelly in the form of my daughter. But when I was in Monaco, I loved seeing the history of Grace Kelly and. And she lived a very horrible life there. She wasn't happy. The marriage wasn't good. She stayed because of political reasons. She was uh, very good friends with Cary Grant. Cary Grant has told a few people stories about Grace there, almost being uh, imprisoned, almost being uh, a a victim of, of a prison by her husband. And she really wanted to be back in America. And tragically, she went up to Saint Ange, which is up in the mountains, a resort, and coming back, she and her daughter, they claim, were having a fight. And uh, they said the daughter was driving, not Grace. And the daughter went off the cliff killing Grace Kelly. So now we don't know what story is true. But, you know, Hollywood, they switch everything around. I just got a recipe for clam dip. <laughs> Terry sent it to me. <laughs> oh, good. I, I need that recipe. For, I, I, what do you call it? I called her and asked her for it. Okay. Anyway, so here's what we're going to do, you guys. Say, Chad. Hi, Captain. So we're going to call Revolution. When we're calling them, we'll play Weird Little Mind. And then when they're on, we're going to play their new music video for Little Red Dolls. Sounds like a plan. Um, so everybody, we're getting ready to call our guest Revolution. Noah and Olga are coming on um, while we're calling them. This is their cool video that I love. It's called Weird Little Mind. So enjoy it, everybody, and we'll see you back in a minute. I got it. I got it. I got it.
there you go. Yay, that was Weird Little Mind by Rockstar's Revolution. And I think they're there. Let's see if we can hear them. You guys say something. We're here. We can see you. Yay. (laughs) All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredible Noah and Olga Perry from Revolution. Hello and welcome to the show. You guys look really comfortable. We are. We are. And you look like when I took Betty Davis to lunch at uh, Les Moustaches. Right now she had sunglasses like that and a hat like that. Really? So you could, you could be Betty Davis now. You could also be the male <laughs> Cruella DeVille. Well, I could have Betty Davis eyes and you wouldn't know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we can't see it. <laughs> but now seriously, Betty looked like that. And her hair was kind of like that too. Hey. All one color, the one color. But you look sensational. You always do. You oh. look like a real rocker, a true rocker, not like the jerks of today. They look like porno rockers. That's right. You, you look like, like a porno, music. like porno rockers. They, do. they look like they're they're rocking in porn. And of course, seated next to you is probably the best thing that's ever happened to you. Better than music or your voice is your beautiful, lovely wife Alga, who, if I was straight, I would steal from you in a minute. Of course, I'm. I'm t- Totally crazy in love with her. Alga is what... And honey, I wish you were coming to our party Friday. I only wish you had a private jet and you could fly down and hop into the party. <clears throat> you would like... I really it. love Look at Alga. the big bottle of wine. I mean, look at the big... How big is that glass? Does it just look really big or is it really big? <laughs> it's pretty big. It's big. <laughs> Thirsty. It's pretty big. That's <laughs> good. I freaking like love it. Getting back to... Wait, wait, he's going to say something. What, 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 yeah, hey, did you ever notice how much I sound like Frank Sinatra? Absolutely. <laughs> and Peggy Lee combined. That's right. <laughs> and Olga's got her revolution jacket on, everybody, I which know. we saw last week at a, a benefit at a benefit in wherever the hell we were. We were at we were Olga Olga. Revolution uh, uh, performed at the fire uh benefit we had for the fires of the people of, of Agora. Agora Cal- Hills, that's where Agora it was, Hills, California. Hills. And when we were in the green room, of course, I'm with Olga because she's the only one I really care to be with because I enjoy her so much. And I got her to talk to me about Russia again, and I love her Russia stories. I just cry and I laugh from them because she's turned a negative into a positive and made it very funny. And I know she's writing a book, and when it's out, I'm going to scream about it and tell everybody they've got to buy it because it's probably going to be the most sarcastically funny, uh, fabulous. I thought she was doing a picture book. No, she's of her she's, art. No, no, she's. That's a that's a that's a sci-fi story based on my life. Okay. Oh, I love it. It's gonna have uh, history. Both of your countries, my country when I grew up, and uh, your country when he grew up. <laughs> and uh, how we to each other through all the shit and crap on the planet, how we met, and uh, everything's going to be very spiritual, moral, love, history, everything. I love it. And illustration going to be my paintings, so paintings are not the cause of that book. Right, got it. They'll just be part of it. Well, she did a she did a pro, a portrait yeah. of of one of the guys in the band, yeah. and his and his dog. Wait a minute, the portrait is beautiful. She's quite an artist. She really can uh, draw, paint, and whatever. I Which think my dog is eating people. the drapes now. Brandy, uh, hang on. What's the website for your art? 
studioolga.com. That's it. I knew it was that. Okay, I, I remember that. Everybody, so if you want to see your awesome art, go to studioolga.com and check it out. Um, you can also go to revolution.com, but they don't spell revolution like normal. It's R-E-V-O-L-U-S-H-N, and you can find out about their music. In a few minutes, we're going to play their brand new uh, music video for their new single, Little Red Dolls. And um, well, what would they do normal? They're not normal. I mean, I wouldn't want them to do anything normal. I love them to both the way they are. These two, by the way, happen to be exceptionally great people who I care for a great deal. And the Betty Davis lookalike is a very sweet guy who's very talented. <laughs> and he's married to Alga. Wanted to thank you for driving all the way over there to see us. That was awesome. Uh, oh so gosh. we went also for Tiki uh, Epson. Because, you know, uh, Kiki, Kiki Epson, her ranch almost, that's uh, Buddy Epson's daughter, uh, almost burnt down and the people around it. So we wanted to go there and uh, help raise funds for all of these unfortunate people. And Aaron Paul flew in from New York. Right. So originally we were going to see you guys and then all these other people started getting involved. <laughs> But I, I enjoyed the green room with the oh, can't. But we didn't get home till three thirty in the morning. It was a long night. Olga <laughs> <laughs> and I really have a fun conversation. We feed each other insanity, and it comes back as total humor. But I mean, I love when she found out she was Jewish. That was the story. <laughs> I love your story how you keep your youthful pace. <laughs> yeah, what do I do? I forgot. <laughs> show it here. <laughs> you you splash something on your face and I don't want to continue. <laughs> oh, oh, that was it. That's that, that's really not true, but it's a joke. I said it to some Oh, I think I said it, you know, Daniel uh, is coming to our party Friday, so he's going to be quite a sensation when Daniel comes in with his long white hair. Daniel was the guy that was there with the long blonde hair. The sexy, beautiful guy. Yeah. Uh, I was teasing him about it, and he's the one that started it with uh, cum facials. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he definitely doesn't like that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, so wait, did you guys have fun at the whole thing? First of all, it was fun to see you guys like with a whole band playing. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that a lot. And I got some great pictures and video from it, and so like we shared it in social media. That was a lot of fun, and I enjoyed meeting Don Most. That's the guy from Happy Days, just because he was on our show before, and we've never met him. And um, uh, and Leslie Easterbrook from the Police Academy movies, which she was on our show like in our very first year, uh, but but it wasn't video then, so we had never seen her. And then we met the guy from um, a Family Affair. What was his name? Oh, he played a little boy. His name is Buffy. Uh, You're asking me. I, huh? I don't know the name, but Buffy's what he played, right? Buffy. Yeah, was Buffy. He, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm brain dead. What do I remember? <laughs> he was such a nice guy, so it was really cool to meet him. And I can't believe I forgot his name. That's like totally retarded. Um, it's like three names. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Chad. You got his name? Look on MTV. <laughs> One second. <laughs> we'll see. And then we, who was, else did we meet? Very nice. we, we met, met a lot. Um, a lot of celebrities were there. <clears throat> a lot of people were there. Everybody. Oh, oh Salvador. Salvador, <laughs> uh, the guy from the Scarface and stuff that you was in the picture with all of us. That was a good picture. John, I like that picture. Johnny a lot. Whitaker. And all, and all, What's ahead. his name, Chad? Johnny Whitaker. Yeah, Johnny Whitaker. So we met Johnny Whitaker now, and he looks like kind of like Colonel Sanders from the Kentucky Fried Chicken guy. Um, you know, cause, um, and he was also Tarzan. He was like boy in Tarzan back in the day, and he was in Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. He was in all kinds of stuff from my childhood, Wow, which was fun. You had a childhood? Hey, of course uh, I had. Uh, Jimmy, who was that red-haired girl that sang with the, the house band? Was that I have no... Um, 
Oh, I don't know, because she was supposed to be there. Who? Gretchen yeah. Bonaducci. Yeah, she that girl. I I was kind of looked at her because I liked her hair, and then I noticed, but she, I noticed she almost seemed nervous, and uh, you know, but then she got up there and she had a really good voice. Yeah, she had a. The house band actually was pretty good. Oh yeah, the, yeah. One, the one guy, the one guy in the house band had a great voice. Yeah, like, the oh, one guy. Yes. Yeah. The, yes. That guy. He had a great voice when he was yeah. singing Journey or somebody or, or Foreigner yeah. or somebody. It was really good. And yeah. then uh, one of the guys that performed was like uh, on Team Adam on The Voice like two seasons ago. And uh, uh, I don't know. There was just a, there was just a lot of fun people. It was fun. It was a nice club. Oh, you yeah. know, like coming from New York and going to all the clubs in New York that are like about a, 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 a 50th a 50th of the size that hold like 50 people to going into that place that hold like 2,000 people I was like oh my god this place is really big yeah. it would have looked like a lot of people were there if we would have been in New York <laughs> I know would have been packed right yeah it would have been packed but it was really it really was fun though it was a really nice club though and I think that you know I think that that, that uh, it would be a cool club to be in and, and somebody told me they shot Churchill or somebody said they shot part of a film, one of his films in there. Probably. It was a nice club, though. I enjoyed it. I liked it a Does lot. Does anybody out there have a dog that eats Christmas ornaments off the tree? <laughs> I mean, she's got a mouthful again. What have you got in your mouth now, Brent? Our, we have rescue dogs. They eat everything. They just eat everything. What are you going to do? Put so, red paper. Put the red flag paper in the water. Mix it and put it over anything she chews. And she's never going to touch it. Red paper? Pepper. Pepper. Oh, pepper. Don't okay. you understand Russian? <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought she said paper. Well, I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, Christmas stuff. So Christmas paper and stuff like that. Can you guys see her? Oh, no, you can't see her she's, anyway. She's looking at the TV. She's looking at the monitor. She's looking at the monitor. All right. So here's what we're going to do real quick. First Stop of all, eating. we have to do some congratulations, everybody. So Pure M is a huge Irish magazine. And it's a music magazine, and they did their first annual Pure M United States 2018 Music Awards. And I'm going to announce the winners real quick because um, they haven't done the, the, all the, the releases for the magazines yet. But Best USA Solo Artist is David Martinez. Best Song is Loretta Hagen, Where Are the Rainbows. Best Album is Jeffrey Gaines, All Right. Best Video is Shea Calvo by American High. And Best USA Band is Revolution! Woo! Fuck yeah, baby! Yay! Which is very, very exciting. See that? You got an award. I'm and, so happy. And the people, uh, and I think everybody likes Weird Little Mind, because even in the chat room, you guys, when we played Weird Little Mind just now, like everybody was like, like loving it and they were like it's very bowie-esque and i mean you guys are getting a lot of good um compliments and comparisons <laughs> you know because really there's nobody out there that's like you now and all the little young shit bands nobody plays cool shit like that yeah i guess so uh yeah. so Olga's so conservative today how come <laughs> <laughs> she's got a hangover <laughs> no, I think usually it's when you I got an award in the morning. Um, yeah. I got an award in the morning from the city, which never, ever let me go in, in their galleries. Now they give me an award as the best uh, artist of the year. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. That should make you happy. Forty years. Later. Yeah. Oh well. Hey, listen. Hey, better late, better late than, than never. Than never. <laughs> hey, those fuckers tried to steal her paintings. They would like. Oh, they just treated us, or especially her. Like it was like. Oh, you. You know. 
Yeah. And like but, crazy. But like I gotta crazy. say, she's a lot better now than she was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad they did finally. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're getting recognized like, for all your endeavors. The band's getting recognition. Your art's getting recognition. Are they gonna let you show stuff in a the gallery there now? I'm not going to their gallery because I asked them like three, four times, and they said we can't exhibit that. We can't. I said why? They said. People think you take a lot of drugs. <laughs> Why is that? Because your arts. No, actually, I don't think your arts like looks like it's uh, like people are on drugs. It's some of it's very like futuristic, science fictiony looking, um, but it's fabulous art. Like you should just tell them to go it's suck it. Big, but you know what? Fuck them. Let them come begging, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Let them come begging. Right. Look at this now. That you know. That's what he does to me. He gets mad at me, and then if I want sexy, he makes me beg for it. Oh, Ronnie. <laughs> That's so not true. He, just, he fantasizes this kind of shit. I mean, I married a schizo wacko. Not oh, yeah. I want you to know the man's not all balanced. <laughs> He's really not all balanced. Yeah, I'm not all balanced. <laughs> He's, he he. You know, Jimmy has a way of making a situation the way he would like it to be, but not as it is. So if you argue with Jimmy... And let's say he called you a jerk, and then you call him a bigger jerk. He'll turn around and say, "Well, you called me a jerk first, which is not true. He called you a jerk. So he he's one. I of don't those, ever call him a jerk. No, you wouldn't dare. <laughs> I'd punch you right through a window. <laughs> you know what, Ron? You guys look a lot more relaxed now that you're in California. Like you were kind of uptight and and cold in fucking Pennsylvania. Well, he I was Pennsylvania. suicidal, baby. I was suicidal. He hated Pennsylvania. No, it was terrible. I cried so much. <laughs> I missed my New York friends. I missed my my Palm Springs friends. I. I missed my happy life of adventure and interviewing and going living in Pennsylvania. I told you the only thing I did was drive behind tractor tractors and plows mm -hmm. and farmers. And it was just, just, I mean, it's good for those people, but don't put show people in Pennsylvania in, in, in where the fuck we live, wherever the hell that was. We in lived the, in the in woods. The woods. You know, <laughs> we had a drive to New York. Like when we came to see you guys, we meet you guys when you were in New York. But that was like an almost a two-hour drive. You know, just like we do go to L.A. now. But um, yeah, but it's beautiful. Well, we lived in a very beautiful Doylestown. Is very beautiful. Yeah. I must tell you, woods, the the terrain, the hills, the homes, the covered bridges, and the stone. But it's super duper anti-homo. They don't like homos. Yeah, you know <laughs> what they say about Pennsylvania. It's uh, New York and Chicago with, or New York and Pittsburgh with Alabama in between. <laughs> <laughs> I could understand that. I can understand. They call that them one too. Pennsylvanians. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's a bad word. I I found out. But living in Pennsylvania is great if you are an average person who just goes to work. And watches television and has a big beer belly. What's that movie? That's that movie with the dangling banjos. Deliverance. It's kind of like Deliverance. Well, not. Yeah. I don't. Say In certain areas, we would go to certain areas, and it was very Deliverancey. Yeah, but the people are kind, and they're oh very yeah, they're nice. nice, and they're 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 like you know farmers that bring pumpkin pies to each other, <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, but we're fucking performers. We're not Swiss, you know, uh, <laughs> train conductors. <laughs> Well, no, absolutely. You know what, what I used to say to Jimmy all the time, and I, I hope people don't think I'm a name dropper or a snob or a show off, but I used to cry and say, Mr. Blackwell and Jane Russell would never come visit us here. <laughs> <You know? laughs> all my friends that I miss so much. And 
it was, you know, uh, a very hard time for me. And we had trouble selling our house, so we had to be there. And every year, it got worse, and that's why I wasn't happy there. No, I wasn't. We did. The only thing that was happy about there was like when we went to New York and we could see Eileen and Aaron and Billy Hess and everybody. That was fun. Yeah. We enjoyed that. And my friend Teresa and, Teresa. and everybody else. But that was a schlep, a big long journey. And uh, now it's better. Yeah, to get to Eileen's house from where we lived, it's like almost four hours. It was like a huge drive. Right. You know, we would do it all the time. <laughs> we would do it all the time because there was nothing to do in Pennsylvania. You know, and I'm a New York City boy. You know, I was born in the city. I was raised in the city. So, I mean, I know from subways and buses and running across the road before the cars hit you, that kind of thing. <laughs> in Pennsylvania, there are no cars on the road. They're, they're plows. And it's freaking cold. You got to admit, I mean, like the weather here is fabulous. We were in L.A. five times last week for five. We went to the Benefit. We went to two premieres and two red carpets. And um, Meanwhile, it's your so, interview, and we're doing all the talking. Come on, move it, the both of you. Let's hear. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Jimmy and I are running this whole interview. It's like nobody gives a shit about us. They want to <laughs> hear about you. Okay, so somebody tell us the concept behind the new song because we're going to play the video for everybody. It's called Little Red Dolls. It's got one of the coolest single covers for a song I've ever seen ever. Um, so one of you guys take the realm and tell us a little bit about Little Red Dolls. Uh, well, let's start with her. I'll say with the cover, I just had an idea that I told her. That's how. And then she can tell you about all the rest. Yeah, he uh, told me, uh, he showed me the images and he told me the story, and it was easy. Because uh, before, I have to think about everything myself, the story, the costumes, the characters, blah, blah, blah. This time, he said, I want this, this, and that. I said, like, yes, okay, and it was done in a week. There you go, that part I like. And so what's this, tell people what the song's about so when they see the video, they'll have a, a little idea. It's, uh, it's about... Um, little girl who represents uh, everybody anybody and uh, she got some uh, fears when she was young and she grew up a little bit and she recognized the fear she come back to this uh, horror place where it was and she won at the end but the end is indefinite in, the end in, is on what undefined undefined oh undefined okay okay undefined. okay so so hey chad now that little girl was you right it's uh, it's just uh, any no, it could I be anybody. It could be anybody, right? So a friend of ours wrote that song, uh, Jackie uh, Petrovic, and um, and so we, that song is from 1984. That's when she wrote the lyrics, and then I was in a band with her back then, and we we learned it. We we were a band that did, you know, uh, real high end top forty big show stuff, and some originals and that was one of our originals but we never recorded it we played it a couple times and never recorded it and then we her and i found each other on the internet and started talking and the first thing she said was do you remember little red dolls and i was like fuck i remember the music i don't remember the lyrics a week later she sent me the lyrics she found them and from 1984 she saved that the handwritten lyrics was it new music or the same music it's Oh, who remembers? <laughs> <laughs> well, 1984, you're talking, that's like 94, two, that's 30-something years, 34 years ago. That's a freaking long time. That's how long they're together. 
They found no, it. not these two. No, they found each other on on online. I know, but they haven't. <clears> been, <throat> no, he's talking about the person who wrote the song. Thirty four no, years that, ago. I know that, but I'm talking about them. How long have you guys been together again? I know you've told about us that before. About thirty something years. Twenty years. Yeah. Oh, 20, Twenty years. Twenty years. Okay. And yeah. they met on a, a date a dating site. Right. AOL. AOL. A love on AOL. It was called. And love it, on AOL. <laughs> so you I see, know. people. Shows you people, People don't only use it for sex. They use it for marriage, too. Look at her, Olga. She said her claws out. She knew what she was doing. She no, no we're dummy. using it for sex. For sure. <laughs> 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 yeah, the marriage was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, Chad. You bet. Chad, do you have little red dolls? <laughs> I do. All right. So, no, no. one of you guys inter- introduced the song. We're going to play the video for everybody. You. Okay, this is Little Red Dolls by Revolution, and uh, it's our newest uh, single, part of the new album uh, that's going to come out in a couple, well, soon, called Wake. But this Yay. is Red Dolls. Lightning on the wind 
go. Revolution, Little Red Dolls. Hey, everybody. So that was wow. Revolution, Little Red Dolls, available now. And if you plug in Little Red Dolls on YouTube, you can watch the video. And no, like, you have, you don't get enough credit for being a fucking badass motherfucking guitar player, dude. What kind of language? This is a Christmas time. Don't curse like that. <laughs> Meanwhile, meanwhile, players. <laughs> that was—I mean—that is really badass. I, all that guitar. I, I can't rocking. believe that it's just rubber bands on a cigar box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like you've been playing guitar like a really long time, though, right? Since I was born. No, I was yeah. like five. Five. Yeah, because you really can play a guitar, boy. That was fabulous. So now, what do you call that? Because I call it psych rock or rock, and and he said that's it's heavy metal, but I don't consider that heavy metal. Do you nah. consider that heavy metal? Uh, not really, because the vocals are more poppy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but I I know what Ron means. I mean, I I did that on purpose to make it crank. You know, I thought well, but you know what? When we were listening to it, we heard a little phasing. Did you? I saw Ron. You pulled your earphones out. Did you hear that too? No, I don't want to damage my ears. What's left of them? So oh. if you remember at the affair we were at, I stuck. Uh, paper napkins in my ears if you remember i was walking around because uh the ear doctor said to me i mean you have got to be deaf by now if not you're on your way (laughs) because uh most i hear better now you know why because i'm a studio musician and i have to train myself to hear certain frequencies you can do that so in a sense my range might be a little smaller but i'm better at hearing well, I don't have too much high frequency. I hear very well low bass well, sounds. That's a fr- thing. Hmm? When for male producers, you always have to compensate because you won't hear the highs well. And also, I have that. What's it called? Tintinitis or some shit. Tinnitus. Tinnitus with the whistling in my ears, so it's hard to to do. Anyway, I'm trying to protect the ears that I have left. That's why my message is to all the young kids out there who drive in their cars with these boom boxes built in. And the car is vibrating. And my very good friend, Teresa, her daughter-in-law is a doctor, ear doctor. And she said, these kids, when they're 30, will be probably sound deaf. They won't hear well because they're really wrecking their eardrums. Yeah. Anything over 100 decibels. And, and it's, it's... Oh, some of these cars, I mean, they got the wheels bouncing and the thing going. <laughs> I used and... to have one of those cars. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. I, had a, I had a 1975 Pontiac Granville convertible with the fucking big bass thing in the back, and I would go bouncing around listening to loud, loud hip hop. And I drove a beautiful white Corvette convertible, and I drove around with Johnny Mathis playing. <laughs> Johnny Mathis playing. All the, time, all the new ways she's trying to kill me. No, how how so? How are the new ways she's trying to kill you? Okay, she's giving me this stuff. <laughs> no, so, something's up with my album. No, we know about the snake stuff that you did already. That You told us about the snake stuff. My, uh, my, my Alga's not herself. I yeah. think he, he beat her up before they went on the show. <laughs> did he? Did he hit she's you? tired. They had sex before Wait, the show, so yeah. she's did tired. He hit, did he hit you, Alga? Did he mistreat you? <laughs> no, I just look in the tube. <laughs> she's looking at you. I just look at you both. I really love you. I really, And I love the husband, too. He's okay, but I love you more. But... <laughs> I wish that you guys could have been Friday at our party. It would have been so perfect. Well, maybe we'll fly down there. You know, would, I've got, would I've, you? What a surprise that would be. <gasps> Seven o'clock. We have a gang coming. Please come. I would be absolutely out of my mind with happiness if you guys showed up. There's an I really do. 
uh, there. Pa- Palm Springs Airport. Yeah, we have a big airport. A small one, just a little south of that, that I used to fly to all the time. Oh yeah, there is a small one. Yes. Yeah. How far is that from your house? We live to the airport, like really close. We're like ten not, minutes, not even from the airport. But not the not the big one. The that little. I forgot the name of it. I have no it's idea. It's not far. It's yeah. Not, I have, Do you I, fly? Can you actually fly a plane? Yeah. Can you really? Yeah, we used to have one. Oh my God, that's well, cool! Well, fly shit. down for the party. I'll fly down. That in would there. be so sensational. And I'll come I pick you be, up. <laughs> I would be so happy. You can rent a plane. There's a, the local airport rents me planes. Can we can we land on your backyard? <laughs> it's not big enough, and so. there's dog shit in the way. So. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> from well, the two yeah, dogs. We'll that stuff. Jim, Jimmy just describes our home wonderfully, doesn't he? <laughs> just well, now we have a beautiful home with dog yeah. shit. And here's dog hair. Don't put it on the coffee table. Oh, you are one pig. I want to pick it up. I don't want it on the yeah. on the nice carpet. We just changed the carpet. I, I'm going to have her cut down. You know, our little girl. She's a mop, and her hair just falls out now in clumps, clumps. I could make a mattress out of her hair, but we love it. But you guys should come. We have a whole we bunch of people coming, of and you're going to know a lot of them. Yeah. Daniel, Daniel's coming with the white hair. <laughs> Churchill's coming. Uh, a, a whole of, bunch of like celebrities from uh, that have been I, on our show before. Are yeah, coming, everybody that that's here practically, except for a few of our audience, the rest are in the business. And we have 25 people coming. So that's, there's a lot of people in the business coming. It'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I you guys will enjoy it. And then you're going on vacation soon, right? Aren't you guys going on a vacation? Yeah, to Machu Picchu. My dad climbed Machu oh, Picchu. I want to go too. Yeah, he went all the way to the top when he was like in his oh, late 50s. You know, you know, my ancient alien relatives built that. I, you know, they were telling me about that. <laughs> no, it's true. All of our ancient, uh, she's laughing, Alga. You agreed with me. Are you Indian? What? Are you Indian? How come we build it up? No, no. I'm, not, I'm, we're, I'm from originally from Mars. We're extraterrestrial. We're, we're, we're the aliens that came down and taught those people. They didn't know their asses from their elbow. They did everything with pottery. When you go there, you will learn the history of how they built that. You can't even get a credit card in the cracks of the stones. That's how precision they were laser cut. You can't chisel that. So all of those stones that are in Machu Picchu were laser done. They didn't have laser back then. And we definitely had an alien civilization here before our civilization. Don't forget, planet Earth didn't start with Moses. It was millions of years, billions of years before. Do you guys ever watch Ancient Aliens? That's Ron's like favorite show. Ancient well, that, Aliens and the and the, and the uh, Curse of Oak Island are his two oh, favorite shows. No, Curse of Oak Island... <laughs> I am never going to watch again. He says that every week. <laughs> they start it every week. It's the same shit over and over again. The same scenes, the same photography, because they have no show. So they make believe they have a show. They give you one minute or they found a piece of shit in the grass, a little star, a little stone, supposed to be from 700 years ago. That doesn't turn me on. I've been to Pompeii. You know, I've seen stuff in Pompeii that knock your eyes out of your head. So anyway, I think Oak Island stinks. Hang on. As, uh, as, so hey, as psych rock, rock stars, oh, wait, you guys don't watch TV though, right? You told us that last time. You don't watch TV. Do you watch movies? Yeah. Hey, we what just kinda, uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, uh, wasn't that awesome? Loved oh, it. Oh, God, it was so good. I loved it. I hope that guy wins the Academy Award, Rami Malek. I hope he, he wins. He was sensational. He was, for a new guy out, one-timer, boy, was he great. Mm-hmm. Boy, was he an actor. 
and was a story nice. He's not a new timeout, though. No, but, uh, but Jimmy, to be out in a part like that, he's never played anything quite like. I read a big review about him. Yeah. And he's never played anything but crappy roles. You know, like, hello, how are you? No, he, that's not true. He's never done. He's Jimmy, got an Emmy Award for his TV show. <laughs> but that doesn't compare to what he played here. See, Yeah, it was you, great. Why am I married to this Jatrul next to me? I know, but really? he's not like a nobody. Did you ever stop one day, Alger, and say, a, why are you married to He's a husband? super famous television star who made a big screen debut in the Did lead in ever, the film. He wants to all. compare a television show to his performance in the movie. It doesn't even come close. Television is corny. Television is garbage. That film was great. He did a performance. I hope he wins. He did a performance. I thought it was really... A queen. I mean, he looked just like Freddie Mercury, I didn't thought he? It, I thought it was him, the whole film. I didn't think it was an actor. He, I, you know, he was believable, which is hard for someone to portray someone so famous, you know? Absolutely. Yes. And he, he studied him. And in the article I read, he stayed in character. He never left character. Really? Yeah. At the break. He, he at, had some kind of implants to get that look, too. Well, yeah. no, not implants, but a snap-on snap denture. Yeah, he had but snap-on denture. But uh, even when he went to lunch, he was the character, Freddie. He never left the character the entire time he filmed that film. He went home as the character. And that's what a great actor does. But I think if he doesn't get the account, if that other Jatrul gets it, that what's that That creature from that stupid so did you Star guys, is Born? Did you guys see A Star is Born? Uh, Ron hated it. Did you see A, a Star is Born? I've seen 50 of them. Well, I thought it was better than the Streisand one, except... No. Singing, except no. the singing. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't better than the Streisand one, simply because What's when, when you, he when he died in the auto crash, my I felt terrible for Streisand because I could feel her sorrow of her husband dying. But when this other idiot goes and commits suicide, I don't feel sorry for him. He died. He killed himself. Fuck him. You know, <laughs> and. So and Lady Gaga cannot act. I love her as a performer. She's one of my favorite people. But no, she shouldn't get an Academy Award. What did she do? She walked through it. Uh, uh, uh. She looked like a stupid Italian on red wine. I mean, she just, <laughs> you know. And he was like so full of himself with that voice that he had to talk like. Yeah, this. I, but I didn't. You know what? I thought Chris Christopherson sucked in the first movie. It was it, 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 being a musician. You don't fucking act like that. You don't play like that and be on stage like that. He, it was a total fraud to me. And at least this one was more realistic when they were being musicians to me, right? And, yeah, yeah. And but I, I bring bringing the old man in with the every other a fuck was said about a hundred thousand times. It got irritating after a while. You know, the word fuck is only good if you use it once in a while for an effect. Fucking right. But when you, when, you, when, when, you, when you use it over and over and over and over again, it becomes an annoyance. It's no longer a point. You know, I use curses to make a point. I don't curse just for the glory of the curse. I actually, I, though. I, I thought the, wait, the photography was dreadful in spite of what Churchill said. I don't like those one-second cameras flying all over because they make me vomit. I mean, nauseous with that spinning around crap. Uh, the, the singing was nothing terrific. I didn't feel the great love between them. And that thing where they were sitting on the curb and gabbing, I went to sleep a little bit. At least Streisand, I don't care for how much either because she's a bitch and not, not a nice person. Yeah. But talent-wise, I love her. I love her performances. I don't think I'd ever want to interview her or be her friend because I think I would find a not, not a nice person. I was in the studio with her once. Just as what? a sort of a gopher, 
you know, and she was awful. Oh. Even who the producer was a famous guy. I can't remember, but I was just getting coffee and shit because I wanted to be there. And she did a couple of takes and the producer said, ah, let's do this one. She goes, shut up, you motherfucker. I know when I'm done. And she walked out. Oh, really? Shit. Well, she's a, she's a class act. Lainey Kazan is a good friend of mine, and Lainey told me, which we wrote about in in Celebrity Cafe, that uh, ba- Lainey Kazan was her understudy, mm-hmm. and Barbara Streisand never missed a performance. Well, this one night, Barbara Streisand was very, very ill, and she wasn't able to make the performance. So, Lady Lainey Kazan called her friends, the press, everybody to come and watch her do Funny Girl. Well, when Barbara got wind of this, Barbara went on the stage and sang and made a fool out of Lainey Kazan. And you don't do that, you know. But Well, the truth of the matter is, and I wrote this in the article, and this is the truth. Barbara Streisand sings at you. Lainey Kazan sings to you. Yeah. And that's it. And I love Lainey's voice. She's got a hell of a voice. You know who Lainey Kazan is anyway? You don't even know who she is. She doesn't. I don't know anybody. Oh, because they don't see watch movies, so you can't say, did you see her in this movie? Right. Well, did you ever see My Big Fat Greek Wedding? She plays the mom in My Big Fat yes. Greek Wedding. Okay. Yeah, and Lainey, you know, I, mean, I know, I know Lainey 20-something, maybe 25 or 26 years, and Lainey was primarily a singer. And when she was a young girl, she was some piece of ass, let me tell you. She had a body on her with those gigantic jugs. She had boobs that were huge with a little waist. Gorgeous girl. She dated Frank Sinatra for three months. And in the interview, she said, let's not discuss Frank. So I thought, okay. <laughs> so here's what I thought, though. like, Because I actually enjoyed the new Star is Born, even though I don't like it as much as the Barbra Streisand one. But it really only had one good part for me, and that's when she first goes out and sings. Oh, like, yeah. She's in concert, and she goes out, and she sings that song. Like I've watched that on, vi- on YouTube like 100 times, because that, to me, was really the only good part of the film. Like, And I've watched it over and over, because the song is great. Uh, the whole thing about the way they shot but it, it was, I thought was it great. It wasn't a sensitive movie. When Streisand sang Evergreen, you could feel the love and the pain she had for her husband's killing himself in the car, whether it was intentional or not. No, we, I agree with that. They never established uh, yeah, it. Yeah, at the new one, I didn't want to cry at the end, but at the no. Barbara Streisand one, I was kind of crying oh, at the end. But I'm not a musician, a so like from wait your perspective, it's wait different. Wait a minute. I was going to put together a benefit for AIDS for uh, my foundation, which is um, Have a Heart. And I said to Jane Russell, the real Jane Russell, would you come on stage in the show? I'll be dressed as Jane and I'll do my song and then I'll say, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Jane Russell. And then I'll walk off the stage. And she said, oh, no, you will not walk off the stage. You will stay there with me. And I thought how generous and how wonderful was that? But he was not generous with Lady Gaga because at the end of the film, when Gaga was delivering her sensitivity and her sadness, the last song, that last he song, he cut in. He cut in with his bullshit, and it ruined the whole movement. Movement and the moment. He didn't like that part where they showed the part with him playing the little guitar for like thirty seconds of that song. You know, um, back at the time, he, he was he, like, that took away the whole moment. Well, because you don't do that to a performer. That's like if Revolution is playing and in the middle of their song, I say, just a minute, I have to say something. And then we allow them to continue. You've lost, you've, you've lost the moment. You know what I mean? The moment is the moment. You know the moment. Yeah. You've, been, you've been in the moment every night. Yeah, and yeah. I, I've been in the moment when I performed. I mean, when I was on stage for years and years, I was in nightclubs all over the place performing as Jane Russell. I had a, 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 
what the hell is the word I'm looking for? Where you where you keep going. Do you know what I mean? You get into the moment and you roll and you go. And somebody could break your train. Like his guitar solo at the end there of the song. If somebody somebody splits you up in the middle of that guitar solo, first of all, I'd want to kill him because I was enjoying it so much. That's what what's his face did. I don't like him. Bradley Cooper. He doesn't like Bradley Cooper. I think Bradley Cooper's a conceited piece of crap anyway. And he's not he's not even good looking. He looks like a, a typical Irish. Wait, what'd you say now? Let's talk about our Olga's show coming up. Okay, it's, when's Olga's show? It's in New York at uh, Arc's Mark Studio. Oh, I love it. Okay, you guys. So Olga's having an my, art show. My Mark, 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 Mark the Always Salon. Our, our Billy Hess. Yeah, our Mark. Oh, I wish I could be there. When is it? It's in Feb- February. February, yeah. yes, February 10th. February 10th. Yes. And uh, uh, both your porches going to be there. Yeah, so you better come. Oh, I don't go to New York in February. It's uh, <laughs> beautiful. Oh, well, your ass is beautiful. It snows, it's freezing. It anyway, you're going to be... Um, I thought yeah. that was a surprise. I hear I'm trying not to say anything, and you big mouth, go and say it. Okay. Olga has been generous enough to paint a portrait of me she took pictures and stuff to make it perfect and she's done a portrait of jimmy so now she they're going to one of me she did one of you she did one of me too yeah i already painted you oh you're, you're i didn't know that so I what, what they're going to do is they're going to he didn't even tell me that because she told me not to say anything it was a surprise <laughs> well now like a million four million people are gonna know and, and i know oh, what sorry. they're going to do no they're getting our paintings they're putting them on a wall and it's fifty dollars a dart and if you give $50, <laughs> you throw darts and see who can get them in our eyes, and you win. If you get any of the darts in my eye or your eye, you win a vibrating dildo. I love it. So listen up then, you guys. So listen up. So Olga, which it's studioolga.com, which they probably won't be up there, but you're going to be able to go to her art show if you're in New York City at the Mark the Always Salon, which means Billy Hess will be there and Aaron Paul and Eileen and all the cool people. Um, probably Aaron. Randy Jones. All, all, the cool all of people. our New York friends will be there. Randy's going to host it. Yeah. He's oh, the- yeah. Randy Jones is hosting it, you guys. You know what? I just watched the other day, you guys, when when, when you guys were playing at, um, what's that place? Bowery. What's it called? Bowery. Bowery? No, no, no. No, not Bowery. The other one. The other place that we played in New York where, like, all the, per- like, like, uh, all the performers performed. You performed. 50, uh, oh, where uh, I worked there when that bitch Bob Streisand was What there. was it called? The Duplex. duplex. Yes, the Duplex. Yeah. So I, when we were at the Duplex, you know, we videotaped when you guys, first we were, we did, you guys started out with I Got It, and then Randy Jones comes on and sings uh, YMCA, and then we're yeah. all on stage with you guys doing YMCA, and so I put that out, uh, like, all over the place. Yeah. I got I got 1,700 views on it in, like, four days. I didn't realize we had any video from that one. <laughs> oh, cool. I'll have to send it to you. I stuck it up on YouTube with me and Eileen and, and your friend who was visiting. I don't know. Eddie Spaghetti. Yeah, Eddie Spaghetti yeah. was there. I love Eddie Spaghetti. He was so much fun. So it's all of us singing back up with you guys playing to Randy Jones singing YMCA. And the club was so small that they couldn't bring drums in, so they're banging on garbage pails, and I couldn't get over that. <laughs> I had never seen that before in my life. Where an upside down plastic garbage pail became a drum. I mean, but it sounded good. That's the funny part about it. It's hilarious. Okay, so the show is going to be on February tenth, um, which yeah. we'll let you guys know all that way ahead of time, like way ahead of time, so we can promote it because I'm sure there'll be all kinds of stuff about right. it. Because they'll be putting stuff out about it. It'll be a lot of fun. You can. S- Are you guys playing there too? Going to play music? No. Okay, so it's an art show for Olga Perry and not a revolution thing. Yeah. 
But we'll play revolution what's music Olga's in the background. Name? She keeps yeah. changing her name, Olga, so the Russians can't get her. But what's her <laughs> name now? Now what's no, her name? No, it's Studio Olga. Olga Perry. When did she become Olga Perry? She's always been Olga Perry. No, that's not her real name. No, it's tell her your tell them your real name. My real name is Eileen Schubert. Eileen Schubert. It is not. No, it is. First one. It is not. <laughs> no. Her Russian name is something like Khrushchev. Well, I don't know what. My last name is Schubert now. Yes. Oh, yes. no. So she changes her name. No, no. Later. Really, when I first met him, it was Eileen Schubert. But then she, in, when she's in the band, she's Eileen Schubert. But when she's an artist, she's Olga Perry. Yeah. It's just that I can't keep all that shit straight. So you should just start calling yourself Olga Schubert Eileen Perry or something. And then we just put it all together and we've got it all as one. Cause so as Olga Perry, she's studioolga.com. And as the keyboardist and badass bitch from Revolution, she's Eileen Schubert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At revolution.com. At revolution.com. That's yes, right. That, so you spell it like you're a drunk Russian. And she yes. thinks the KGB won't find her. <laughs> <laughs> she's got all her like underground think, radio really, shows. Do you think the KGB is looking for you? The truth. Oh, yeah, they send me a letter. We uh, <laughs> see her in March. They, they told me um, I'm illegal in my country since March. And they banned my channel for whole Russia. Nobody in Russia can watch it. All the hackers figured it out already, though. Yeah, but they, all, the, <laughs> all the hackers figured it out. So, wait a minute. So, you're not welcome to go back to Russia. So, you can't ever. go back to Russia. They won't let you in. No, but you know it's funny. We do Facebook, but uh, Facebook ads in uh, Moscow for Little Red Dolls, and we're getting more views there in Moscow than. Oh, you know what? Another place that's weird that we are very popular is Panama. Panama, right? Isn't that really? wild? Panama, with I mean, that's nothing. Panama. There's not even that many people in Panama. No, I think that's cool it's, it's though it's to be canal. popular in Russia. Like, how cool is that, though, to be, like, popular in a country that you were banned in? Do they know you? Do all the people know you're banned there and you can't go back? No. Um, the thing is, uh, <clears throat> they declare me illegal person in a Russian Federation, but we don't know who I am. Okay. So yeah. how, so how they do that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we keep it. So, you could, so which one of you is banned, Olga or Eileen? <laughs> Banned one. <laughs> Which one is banned, Olga or Eileen? I'm just hiding from Because um... <laughs> we can send you back. I mean, you could go visit as one of the other ones. Yeah, you could go well, back as Schubert. <laughs> I never come and um, visit you in Palm Springs when I go there. Okay. <laughs> You're coming to the party Friday now. I'm going to expect you. Yeah. You can come to Palm Springs anytime and visit us. Anytime. You know that. We just have to get a muzzle for Shazam so he doesn't eat you. <laughs> Because we're trying to figure it out. Also, my daughter said that they'll be getting their apartment by February 1st. So that'll give us a little more space if we wanted to have you stay over. Muzzle the dog so he doesn't eat you. And we have a little place for you guys to stay. Because I feel badly. We have so many New York friends that want to visit. And I don't want to put them in uh, hotels. They're expensive, especially in Palm Springs. You know, most hotels are 400 and $500 a night, which is ridiculous. No, that's not true. We can get You can get ones oh, for $99. Yeah, Motel 6. Who the hell's going to go to those? Uh, With the springs else. coming to the mattress, <laughs> shooting the bed bugs off the ceiling. Get out of here. Musicians, we're used to Motel 6. <laughs> yeah, see, they're oh, musicians. With the, with, the, with the body odor and the urine and the... Uh, 
ejaculations all over the. Ron place. doesn't like to sleep on in ho- Ron doesn't like to sleep in any hotels. It doesn't matter what anyone. And when you know we why? when because we lived in Pennsylvania, the um, uh, what what's the expensive hotel in New York? The main hotel across from the, the plaza. The plaza had bed bugs. Yeah, the plaza had bed bugs, and Ron was like, "Oh my God, you can't get away from the bed bugs anywhere if like that expensive ass hotel has bed bugs." So he doesn't like to stay in hotels because he doesn't I like do bed travel, bugs. And if I do travel, I have an air mattress. I blow it up. I put it on top of the bed with my own sheets and my own pillow. <laughs> because if you knew the skin that if you knew what's in the mattress, you'd vomit skin. <laughs> From every human being in the world. People dying from cancer. They're fighting me all that time. No way. People, people, that are, people that's perspiration is from illness, from cancers, from diseases. Everything goes into the mattress through the sheet. The pillow is used to go under a woman's ass so she's higher when you bang her or a guy. So now you're laying on somebody's pussy or ass when you put your head on a pillow. So I'd rather bring my own pillow and sheets and mattress and have a nice time. <laughs> she's like, holy shit. <laughs> because if you knew the bedspread, once I saw a, a video about the bedspread, they blacklighted the bedspread. There was more cum on the bedspread than than in half the women trying to get pregnant. I mean, really, it, it's disgusting. That's true. It's, That's true. It's it's filthy. That's oh, why. Because yeah, you're a scientist. You know these things. And, and I don't touch money. I haven't touched money in 30, 40 years. Jimmy will tell you that. He doesn't touch money. Uh-uh. And if they give me money in a store, I say, please put it in an envelope. Or and a they plastic do. bag. I will not touch it because I saw a documentary on the dollar bill. The dollar bill has every single germ, feces, disease, <laughs> cum, urine. Well, that's because pet Tit milk, everything. We that's only, because- we're only supposed to handle hundreds, Ron. <laughs> no, but I, I, you know what? Jimmy will tell you, he thinks I'm crazy. We'd go through uh, toll boots in New York, and the girl would rip the money with bare hands. And I'd say, honey, use a rubber glove. Do you realize what filters on that money? And they'd look at me like I was crazy. But now, if you go to the toll booth, they're all wearing blue plastic yeah. gloves. So yeah. I think my saying something made them wake up and they complained about it no one should handle and they, i love when they lick their fingers uh, and then count the money and lick their fingers so now they're really putting that filthy filthy money so i said somebody should invent a machine that every store has where when they have it, a lot of money at night they put it in the machine and the machine disinfects it so the money the next day when they give it out is clean if everybody does that the money will you don't get flus if you don't handle money he but never it, gets flus. No, if you want to get sick, go to New York City. Go to They're like. They're getting ready to go. <laughs> no, go, go to like McDonald's or something where snot. Cold and the snots come out of their nose. Those snot people. <laughs> She's like, holy shit. Yeah, no, no, no. No, the state. They, they hey, do that this. Look. like a good name for a band, Ron. Uh, yeah, the snot people no, no, would no. be good. Here's, here's what they do the snots are hanging and they do this. <laughs> and then they handle the money. And the snots are on the money. So yeah. Anyway, so wait. Oh yeah, nobody cares when they're sniffing cocaine. Yeah, when they sneak coke, they probably. Yeah, roll it up, and all that's in the money too. All, all that co- well, the coke and the money ain't so terrible, but the uh, snots are. So let's go to the whole. Let's go back to the radio show for a second. So you had a radio show and it got banned. Can you like have another one where they people in Russia can access it? Oh yeah, I have. Um, we shut me down when I had a, a million. Million and a half people, and they shut me down. So I opened another one in a week, and now I have about uh, six thousand people for last uh, seven months. And how often do you do you broadcast? 
I broadcast uh, five, six times a month. Okay. And uh, how do people know when you're going to broadcast? Do you send out some kind of message or something? They just subscribe to me, and sometimes I do premiere. Right now, when you put your uh, podcast on, you can premiere, and then you can have a chat with everybody. You just Okay, got it. Yeah. And then premiere, uh, when you download, and they can watch it. And I have a lot of comments, so we talk through the comments. I got it. And what do you talk about? That's what I was going to ask you. What do you talk about? I talk about everything. I'm mostly about genocide, genocide, and genocide. Not just in Russia, everywhere. Food, clothing, air pollution, all the crap and shit they put in the river, the plastic in the ocean, and psychedelics, which are really, really cure for diseases. Because there is a plants which uh, don't need um, big pharma put their dirty hands on. There is certain plants you don't have to do nothing with them to cure a lot of diseases. Because those plants they not just cure specific organ. They balance your body. They change your energy. They change your perspective on life. You become more happy, more stable, and you never get sick. What plant is that? Marijuana, psychedelic mushrooms, iboga, ayahuasca, cactus, and Cambo. Cambo, sananga, bunch of stuff. And it's amazing what it does to your body. First of all, it cleaning you from little bugs. It kills all the bugs in your system, everybody who is not your friend. Because when you take antibiotic, it kills everybody. It's like a yes. nuclear war. It kills everybody, bad, good, no matter. And right. it, but this one kills all the bugs. It takes out of your body all the toxins, all. All the toxins, aluminum, heavy metals, all crap and shit you ate through your clothes, through your skin, through air pollution. It cleans you up. So you become like brand new and you can start from you. Like, let's say combo. This is frog poison, which uh, causes necrosis of any tumor. Any tumor. If you have a little tiny thing in you, it's going to die. It's so much potential and so much uh, good stuff. That's so they don't want you. They don't want you to like, give that information though, because then then they won't need their doctors but and if, need but, all those things. But if you take these psychedelics, aren't you loaded? No, no. There is other way. You don't have to go to the trip. It's not for tripping. It's not for your la la la. It's a micro dosing. <laughs> it's, a dosing. it's a small little quantities of stuff. You just take it in a certain schedule is you schedule it for each plant there is certain procedure you macrodose and it's a accumul accumulative what yeah accumulative yes i know that i know that you guys have used frog skin or frog sweat whatever frog venom or frog something. venom yeah. venom yeah and, and and you had good results with that yeah Super incredible. I, I mean, weird. I will just tell you one thing, yeah. like without tests, like anybody can see it. You do this frog, you do this frog poison, you go through thing and it, it squish you like a sponge. It takes all the crap, all. And I'll tell you for people who are not uh, in medicine or the simple test of urine, like urine is this, uh, 
Just the look of urine will tell you how clean you are. No smell, and it's completely crystal, like a baby urine, you know? And you have it for months. It will it show you how pure are your kidneys. Right away, next day, kaboom. That's good. And it, and it takes your... Uh, and takes everything from your liver, from pancreas, from your lymph, lymphatic system, from your blood vessels, your blood volume increases like uh, 30%. You get more red cells. It's amazing stuff. Nobody want to hear about that. Absolutely. Well, I know in Florida, we used to worry about our little dogs licking those frogs because they would die because the poison is so venomous. Different now, frogs. No, that's a different frog. Different frog. Yeah, that's fr a buffo frog. Oh, that was a buffo toad. That was a Boca Raton frog. Yeah, buffo toad or something <laughs> they call this it. Buffo toad. This is uh, called Fela Medusa. It's a combo named combo. It was discovered uh, last century in 1964, and uh, they brought it here. They researched it in 1984. They discovered there is uh, about 80 bioactive. Peptides in this frog, they separate, identified, give a name to each one, and they put it in a form of pill, and it didn't work. Because for frog to, to work on a human, it have to be the whole thing. That's it. So they just... You have to kill and eat the whole frog? Or something? No, 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 don't no, kill no. It. No, we, we, we get it in a jungle because if you put it in a cage, it stops producing the good stuff. It has to live in your own environment. So you catch it at night, you bring it, whatever. We uh, poke it with little stick and it starts uh, producing this uh, thing on your skin. We scrub it with a stick and let the frog go. Okay. But and how do, you, how do you ingest it? Oh, you... Uh, you have to burn your skin and put the poison They're in. They're tiny little burns. You don't. You barely feel it when he does it. It's just like tink, like that. And they they make that's called a point. Yeah. And then they make between like first time what did I do five 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 points, and then the next time I got up to nine points, and then nine I think for me was maybe too many. <laughs> but, yeah. but this thing is why why is nine too many? Um, it depends how dirty you are because the yeah. more stuff you collected over years, the more is a toxicity oh. of what oh, Jimmy needs about 40 because he's a cesspool. <laughs> I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy eats every McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's and, and every shit that I like man known to man. I like Chipotle and I <sighs> like. He is so full of chemicals that he glows at night when he's in the dark. <laughs> it's true. He glows. I'm not lying. He glows. He really does. Oh, yeah. Like he's ra he's full of radiation or something. You should do the frog. You need to eat the whole frog, you know. Yeah, you don't eat the frog. You no, but you would have to. To, clean, to <laughs> cleanse you out, you'd have to eat a couple of frogs. But I heard, like, it's really bad, right? When you do it, it, it like, fucks your body up for, like, 15 minutes. No. Think you're getting a heart attack. Body up, you you feel like you're going to die for about 15 minutes. It's it's an awful feeling. But the thing is, it goes away pretty quick, right? Yeah. And um, <clears throat> and so I did it, and then an hour later, you, you know, you're back to normal. It just feels like a bad hangover, depending on how toxic you are. The first time, I felt like I was the worst hangover in my life. But I, and I thought I'll never fucking do that again. And then the next morning I woke up oh. and I went, holy fuck.
fuck. Uh, this crime. Now two months. He had the biggest hard on of his life next morning. <laughs> yeah. now, now, now we just now we just got every frog in the jungle for everybody when they hear that. But. I would like to try it because I have chronic fatigue. I think I'm suffering from it. Oh, or I think it's my thyroid is going on the blink again because I've been having uh, fainting spells. Ron, which, you know how when you get up, you wake up sometime and you stand up and the first thing you want to do is go back to bed? That's always. <laughs> yeah, right? That, when I woke up that first day, that I have not had that feeling since that first treatment. I love it. Guys, this is not a joke. He could no, it's not, not a joke. He, it's not a joke. He could not walk a week because of his hard on. That's why he did it three times. <laughs> there you go. That's good. And I don't hear you complaining. It's, it's, it's bigger now. <laughs> Three That's okay, and she's bigger. not complaining. Oh so my it's god! Terrific. Everybody that hears this show now is going to go find frogs and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so so you didn't. You had to go someplace to do that, right? You didn't go out and catch the frog around, yourself. Around place where you live, around LA, about five, six, seven places where people do it every day. Like in Santa Ana, we have Studio Eight. We do it there every Monday. There is a lot of place around you because. Uh, in California, we have an official organization which called Combo Association. So we train people, we give them real stuff, not some shushi-mushi crap, you don't know what it is. So that's all certified, it's go right from the jungle, and it's a very strong organization which the government trying to shut down. That's because and then you won't the need to pay the doctors. And how much does it cost to do co it? Yeah, what's the cost of it? $25 per application. Doesn't matter how many holes it is. Like, uh, if you don't go, they will give you about two holes, maybe. Two holes, maybe. The minimum. Because uh, of um, your age, and uh, they don't want to kill you. They want to see how you react, and then they will <laughs> go up. Like, uh, I got uh, seven uh, burns first time, and last one was 12. So did you get a hard on? So how often do you have to do Like, why do you have to keep doing it? No, no, no. You do it once, uh, three times per month, and then you free for an year. Okay. But you don't eat uh, any more uh, chipotle. <laughs> oh, that'll never happen for me. So then you have to stay clean. No, it's up to you, but uh, God. It'll take you a while to get back. You know, I like it, yeah. it's it's radical. The, the change it, it is It breaks radical. your habits. It breaks your habits. When you become clean and when you become, when you have different energy, you don't want to eat shit anymore because you see the difference what it is. Oh, yeah? I don't eat, I don't eat that crap. So I'm not, don't put me in that. Uh, no, no, lot. we're talking about Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy. but I yeah. <laughs> did you know? Did you know I was never to a McDonald's until I met Jimmy or Burger King or Wendy's, any of those. I used to go to it my kids because they liked the tacos at Jack in the Box, and that was the most disgusting thing we ever ate. But being with Jimmy, you know, I go to high class places like IKEA for this, the Swedish meatballs and McDonald's <laughs> for our anniversary, for our, our sixth anniversary. He took me to Burger King. Well, the thing is that stuff tastes great. I get it. I used to really. I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, it's, I love it. No, the meat does. I mean, I. No, the meat is not even meat. It's cardboard. They paint on it to make it look like it meat. It still tastes good. The thing is, like now, I don't eat it because I, uh, since the frog, I know it makes me feel bad when I eat it. 
That's the difference. I still love the taste. Oh, God, no, it's it terrible. Yeah. So what do you guys eat a lot? What do you guys eat? Uh, Clean, healthy, like I do. Clean, healthy. Mostly what I grow, because we have a couple acres, and I eat only what I grow. I eat uh, quail eggs. I eat my quails. I eat all the vegetables, all the fruits I grow. I don't eat much. Uh, sometimes we go together and we eat a big, good steak, maybe once a week, once in two weeks. Good steak, grass-fed. No, no I can't eat. It's flesh. I love uh, steak. I could I, eat steak every night. No, I went out with <laughs> friends years ago. I had never been to Ruth Chris in my life because I don't eat meat. And I went with friends in Boca to the Ruth Chris that's there. And when you walk in, there's a big, big glass refrigerator with chunks of dead animal laying in it. And I just said, this is so disgusting. And I, I, I couldn't eat. I had do bread. you guys eat fish? He doesn't eat fish. No. Yeah. No, I don't eat fish. I do. I don't eat fish, I don't eat chicken, nothing. Just uh, quails, which I grow myself. How do you grow a quail? You raise them. You just raise them. You pop okay. them in the incubator, and uh, you eat the eggs, and you pop the eggs, and it's perpetuum mobile, free. Oh, so you don't eat the actual bird itself? I do, when you oh, get, yeah? get older. So, like, you have to cut the bird to kill it yourself? You don't cut it, you just... Uh, Take the scissors and cut your head. <laughs> my dog eats everything and I eat my part. She eats my part. Look. Um, <laughs> Look at Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Ron. He's like. You should have seen what she did with the turkeys when they attacked yeah. the dog. I, I raised a couple of uh, turkeys and we grew 40 pounds each. And when we attack my dog Lucy, we put her in the corner and we start eating her eyes. I took my gun and I killed them both. Just <laughs> both. <laughs> because they were so mean to my dog. Tur yeah, birds. No, can we be went mean. we went when we used to live in uh, Pennsylvania, we would go to Lake Geneva uh, up in New York. Mm -hmm. And uh, up in New York we would go to Lake Geneva and 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 the people that we would stay with, uh, f our friends, like they would go McDonald. Christopher McDonald, he's a super famous actor, and his family has a farm there. And everybody goes there, and they like see all the chickens, and then they buy everything fresh, like just killed, you know, right there. And Ron couldn't handle it. Like he was there, and he was like, "Oh my god! Like I can't eat this after I just saw the bird sitting there." <laughs> no, because you know it, I don't like something that gives me joy when it's alive, and then it gives me sorrow when it's dead. Um, when I was young and my parents would put the turkey on the table, I would go to my bedroom and I would come down after it was carved. I couldn't bear sitting there watching them carve this bird. It just... Did you eat the turkeys? Did you eat the turkeys after you killed them? Because yeah. I love turkey. So you had a 40-pound turkey. I am saying, though. I mean, we're all like animals and some to think that these animals are lesser than us. And But on the other hand... Um, uh, well, I mean, I, I, I eat so raise well. cows. You should raise cows no, then, no. so you can have beef. No, no, no. You know <laughs> what? I firmly believe that anything that I'm not a vegan, but I believe that anything that's alive should stay alive. Uh, we don't need to eat it. Primitively, we did. I mean, I can make you meals that are so delicious and so happy. 
uh, vodka in a penna sauce. I could make you sun-dried tomatoes in pasta. I can make you basil, which is pesto in pasta. I that's what I eat: pinoli nuts, pine nuts. I eat all of nature. I to me, going to a steak yeah. dinner, no, I could vomit. Oh my god, I love when it. When that blood I, runs out and I see it in the dish, and all these fucking cannibals are eating it, and they oh, is that delicious? I do a vomit. You're eating the ass of a cow, the dick, the balls, the tits, or whatever. You're eating <laughs> a cow. Hey, they say seal dicks make you more virile. There you go. You know, there's actually a market for seal dick. I had to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> They'll make you more viral, though, so maybe you should get one and try it. That's all a bunch of bullshit. My father used to love oh la, my God, that's la tripa. You know what tripa is? Tripe. Oh, and, oh my uh, God. It's so good. What is that, tongue? It's the brain of a cow. Oh. And my, my grandmother used to cook that she shit. She eats it. That's probably why you're so smart. Wait a minute. My grandmother used to cook that shit for my father because my mother wouldn't touch it. And my mother wouldn't touch liver either. And I love liver and onions. That's the only thing I eat that's really not good for you. But the tripe smell would be in that house for like two years, three years. Wait, wait. No, do you eat, do you eat tripe? Yeah. I know you do. Does your husband? No. Disgusting. I, are you kidding? I'm with Ron there. That's disgusting. And, <laughs> no. And, you know, I, I, I lived in Sicily for about a month with a good friend of ours from America who parents moved there. And they started eating things like pig's knuckles, the tail of the pig, or the ox tail from the ox, all that ox fucking shit. Ox. And I, I, I got so thin, I should really go back to Sicily and lose all this weight. Because I wouldn't eat it. The only thing I did like was when his father, Isidore, would go out to the the lemon tree. He took the leaves off of the lemon tree and he cooked them. And they were delicious. Le lemon tree leaves really are, I don't know how he made them. It was almost like the Greeks do with the chopped meat inside and they roll it up. But he, there was no chopped meat in it. But the leaves, tree leaves, I believe in eating trees. Okay, so hang on a second because we've only got four minutes. I gotta do a the quick, show is over. I, yeah, I gotta do a quick four. Yeah, I gotta do a quick four minutes. Alga, Alga, and the hubby. Okay, hang on, everybody. First I of all, you guys. we want to tell everyone we're not getting rid of him yet. Hang on, I could be with you guys forever. Let me do this. Let me Why do this. the fuck are you living up in San Francisco? It's so far. <laughs> because we're both we're like we we're wannabe gays. And this is the best place to do it. <laughs> no, but you could move. So, hold you, on. Hold you could on, move. Wait, 20 minutes from here, you could move. It's all farmland. You got to see what's up here. So everybody, listen up. First of all, we want to thank everybody who's tuning into the show. You can hear the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell every Wednesday from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time or 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time on W4CY Radio with the fabulously talented Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. We're on K4HD Radio uh, in L.A., Monster FM Radio in New York, Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, Audioboom, Podomatic, Apple TV, and Spreaker. And on television, you can see us on Vimeo, YouTube, Roku, Comcast On Demand through the Galaxy Global Television Network. This is Revolution. You want to check out their new song, Little Red Dolls, go to revolution.com, R-E-V-O-L-U-S-H-N. Com. You can follow them on Twitter at Revolution Band. Uh, you don't want to miss all the fabulous artwork of Olga Perry, so you can go to StudioOlga.com. And if you're in the New York City... The, the show so, in, the in New York. That's right. Uh, February 10th, we got a show at the Mark DeAlwis Salon in New York City. And uh, we'll be telling you guys more about it as the new year comes along. 
And uh, and when the weather gets better, Jimmy and I, because Jimmy's never been up to the Redwoods, and I want to take him up to the Redwoods. We're going to stop and visit you, and we're going to we're going to be on your farm, and we're going to shoot people, and we're going <laughs> to eat them. <laughs> we'll kill a couple of your neighbors because they're delicious. If you put yeah, them on a we'll let the dog no, eat if, if you barbecue them on a skew. I mean, especially if the guy is hung with a 12-inch dick. That's like a meal in itself right there. That's better than seal dick. Better than that's seal better dick. Better than seal dick. It's dead neighbor dick. I got a couple of neighbors here I'd like that to kill. Neighbors, guys. We live in the boonies. No neighbors. They, they don't have any neighbors. Where, do, where do you live exactly in San Francisco? They live on an island. We live on an island. Where? In the Delta area. Yeah. In the swamp. In the swamp. In the Delta but what, what, what the, north, the, north of San Francisco? San, San Joaquin Delta is like okay. the I, I know I know the Joaquin Valley. Yeah, we're like the north end of that, just before the uh, the estuary. In fact, the estuary is our backyard for the. You, uh, the you get Valley. snow up there. You guys get snow. No, no, you don't get snow. It's cold though. Yeah, it's, I believe it's cold. It's never freezing. It's never uh, less than 49. 49 is the bottom line. But uh, in the summer, we we have a lot of sun every day. And we have river on the back. We have a lot of trees. We have like 10 miles walk. So we're going to go I for love it. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, you, you don't have grapes for wine up there. It's wine country. Oh, we got to go. Hold on. We got to go. We're you going. Guys. Oh, so listen more. up, you guys. Please go out and get <laughs> Little Red Dolls. Watch the video. Uh, we'll have them back anyway to promote the show when you she's know, coming back. I really back. love you, too. And I wish you were closer because I'd hang out with you. And definitely if you guys should come to our Christmas party, it's going to be a lot of fun. You right. would make my Christmas so happy. If I saw you at my door, I'd probably start crying. <laughs> I probably would. I'm. I'm an But we have to go now. So, Italian. so everybody, check out Revolution, you guys. We love you. We gotta go. Merry Christmas, everybody. Everybody, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see everybody next week for the Christmas show. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye you guys. Love you. Love you. Love you. Jimmy, British, punk, you're one of one of me, Jimmy's stuck, new celebrity, we'll take you out.